0: Peppino was sitting in the window-seat with eyes closed, because he listened to music better so, and with head that nodded occasionally, presumably for the same reason. But the cessation of the slow movement naturally made him cease to listen, and he stirred and gave the sigh with which Rhizome always acknowledged the end of a slow movement. Georgie sighed too, and Lucia sighed. They all sighed, and then Lucia began again. So Peppino closed his eyes again, and Georgie continued his mental analysis of the situation. At present, so he concluded, Lucia did not mean war. She meant, as by some great armed demonstration, to exhibit the rhizome spirit in its full panoply, and then crush into dazzled submission any potential rivalry. She meant also to exert an educational influence, for she allowed that Olga had great gifts, and she meant to train and refine those gifts, so that they might, when exercised under benign but autocratic supervision, conduce to the strength and splendour of Rhizome. Naturally, she must be loyally and ably assisted, and Georgie realised that the tableau of King Cofetua, his tableau, as she had said, partook of the nature of a bribe, and, if that word was insidious, of a raising of his pay. It was equally certain that this prolonged recital of slow movements was intended to produce in his mind a vivid consciousness of the contrast between the romp last night and the present tranquil hour. And it did not fail in this respect. Lucia shut the piano lid, and almost before they had given their sighs spoke. "'I think I will have a little dinner-party first,' she said. I will ask Lady Ambermere that will make us four with you, Georgie, and Miss Braceley and Mr. Shuttleworth will make six. The rest I shall ask to come in at nine, for I know Lady Ambermere does not like late hours. And now, shall we talk over our tableau?' So even Lucia's mind had not been wholly absorbed in Beethoven, though Georgie as usual told her she had never played so divinely.